Hello, family and friends. I'm excited here for day two with Deanne Jones, and I'm not sure we're going to get Scott on here to talk or not. Scott is kind of shy, but he's quite a blessing for you, Dee, and, and our church, too. And so excited to have you here, and you know, we, we talked yesterday about a little bit about your testimony, and today we felt like maybe we could talk a little bit about how you find a good spouse or how, you know, we talked about relationship with friends, but I know we're going to talk a little about that today. So let's pray first. Father, we just thank you for this time. Just speak through D today and everything of you, Father, that'll, that'll help people. Just thank you for her heart and, and thank you for our church. We just so, are so blessed to have such a good pastor and a good associate pastor. And we're just so thankful for our pastors, for our church. And, and most of all, we're thankful for Jesus and that price he paid at Calvary for us. And we just come today ready to receive what you have for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Dee, we didn't mention also that our associate pastor happens to be your dad. Yes. <laughs> so I guess you had to call him Pastor Chuck at church, yes. right? And yes. he's a wonderful blessing, as is your mom. Why don't we start out today a little bit talking about, you know, we got talking in between broadcasts about, you know, how to find a spouse. And I think your situation would bless some people, Dee. So why don't you share a little bit about kind of how that all came about? Sure. I didn't date a whole lot. And well, I didn't date at all really in high school. I dated a little bit in college. And then outside of college, I was working full time at a bookstore and I really didn't date a, a bunch then. I, and I, you know, as the years were progressing and I was getting older, I, you know, was on my heart like I wanted to be, you know, get married, have a family. And, but I just really felt like I needed to be happy where I was. Like I needed to establish my, sense of self as a single person mm-hmm. and so um and it was always in the back of my mind it was always weighing on me like you know like oh my gosh you're not getting any younger you need to find your guy you need to find your guy you need to find your guy but I still and it was hard but I still pretty much stayed consistent and I was just determined to enjoy my life where I was mm-hmm. and then there was one day that a guy at church had told me one of our uh, um, elders at church had said that he had found a guy for me and that he was going to send him to me at the <laughs> at the bookstore that I worked at. And so I was, you know, kind of like, okay, you know, fine, whatever. Not thinking that the, the guy would actually follow through with it. And so there was one day, it was around Christmas time, so it's crazy busy. And a guy walks up and he asks for Deanne Caldemeyer, which, and that was my name at the time. And I was right there when he asked. And so, and I was thinking like, okay, someone's asking for the manager, you know, like, you know, cause I was a manager at that time. And so I said, you know, that's me. And he said, he's the guy that, you know, this mutual friend had sent him in to, to find me and to be, and he said, you know, so-and-so was, was, was being a matchmaker and was, you know, matching us up. And I knew just, I knew that this was not, God, that that was not the guy that I wasn't even interested in going on a date with him. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know, just him and Han. And he invited me to go to a bonfire because he was a youth pastor somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it on paper, it would have been a good match. Yeah. But he invited me to a bonfire, you know, that he they were having for their youth and stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just see if I can get, you know, a group together for it. And so then he went his way and that was fine. Little did I know that Scott was there that night and was actually checking out 
at a register next to where this guy was taught and I were having a conversation and Scott saw all this go down and he knew so that's how he knew that I was single and uh, and then he knew that that wasn't you know that I was not interested in this guy uh-huh. and so he knew that that wasn't going to go anywhere and so um, and he, I found out later that Scott had actually saw me before this other, we call him bonfire guy, before bonfire guy had ever, you know, had come up to talk to me, Scott had noticed me at the store and his immediate first thought was, that's not like, oh, she's pretty, but she's taken. She's got to be taken. There's no way that she's single. And so he was just going to check out and, you know, go on his way, not think anything of it. But then all that transpired Mm -hmm. and he thought, okay, maybe this is something that I could pursue. He didn't do anything that night, but then I don't, maybe it was a week or two later, he came in and he had to make a return and I processed his return. And then he, so he had to write his name and his phone number on the receipt as part of our policy. And then he, so he did that and he left and then he called back from the, he got back in his car and he called the store and he asked for me. And then he said, Hey, I'm the guy that just, you know, made that return. My name and, you know, my phone number's on that receipt. If you want to go get coffee or dinner sometime or just talk, just send me a text or give me a call. Awesome. And so, so I did. And it, it's crazy because it seemed like nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. I wasn't dating a ton. So it seemed like I was never, like, how in the world was God going to bring this, you know, guy to me? And that whole convoluted story is God, you know? That's amazing. You know, I was thinking, D, that two points of that. Number one is letting God, you know, he's trying to find out if we desire something, you know, a, a a good spouse. He's trying to figure it out, right? And then number two, listen to the Holy Ghost because even though your referral had good intentions and that guy's probably yes. a great guy, but he wasn't your guy. Right. Right. And you, yes. you had to listen to that still small voice and you knew that wasn't it. But God used that to have Scott there at the exact right yes. time. And that is an amazing story. And Scott is a wonderful guy. We love Scott. Uh, we talk <laughs> about him at church. He's one of our fun guys to talk about because Scott is just, he's one of the nice, nicer guys you'll ever meet, isn't he? He is. He is very, very nice. And you guys started dating, and uh, yeah. how long till after that you guys got married? We, it was, oh, now I don't even know. I think we dated for about a year mm-hmm. before we got engaged, and then we we had a very short engagement because both of us were like, okay, we know what we're doing. Yeah. We know this is. Amen. So, but yeah, it was crazy because when, like, weirdly enough, like, I'm, I saw Scott that first night that bonfire guy happened Mm -hmm. I'm almost positive I saw Scott that night and I thought like oh my gosh like I noticed him Mm -hmm. and he had noticed me that same night but I just thought okay whatever you know it's he's just gonna go his way and then when he came back and I did the return like something in my spirit was just going off you know and then when he called back like normally that's not something obviously with bonfire guy like I knew with him like that's no I don't even want to attempt to date right but with Scott I knew like I didn't know there wasn't a flashing light that said this is your husband right but I knew that this is something that I needed to check out yep amen yeah 
Well, and you know, it's just amazing how God works in these stories. You know, how people, you hear their stories of their lives and how they find their spouse. And sometimes it is somebody introduces them like the first guy you know. But, right. you know, it's just listening to that that voice of God. And that I think the power of getting into a church too that believes in the still small voice of God, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot in the Bible but there's not who you're going to marry. Right. <laughs> right. And so thankfully you knew how to hear that voice and it, it all worked out for you, D. And you did really, really good. I guess it'd be really, really well, mom. Sorry about that. <laughs> but he's quite a blessing. Now to talk about your kids just real quickly to you about the ages of your kids. And yeah. Um, I have Rose. She is, uh, she turned two in October. So she's about two and a half or close to two and a half now. And then um, we have Cooper who just turned five months. Praise God. Yeah. And, and Rose is a little praise and worship singer already. She yes. uh, blesses us at church and she's got her little microphone. And so she's uh, going to be just like mom here yes. in a few years. So <laughs> what a blessing. Well, Dee, if you would pray and maybe specifically a focus today on your prayer for those young folks that are looking for a spouse, that, are, that they'll wait and find the right Christian person that God has for them, please. Lord, we just come before you just to lift up everybody out, out there who's single and who is waiting on their spouse, Father. I thank you for just giving them strength to be content where they're at, always striving to be better, always striving you know, to look forward to things. But Lord, I thank you for just giving them the patience to wait for the person that you have for them. Lord, I thank you for just giving them the encouragement, Father, that that you have their best interests in mind. And even though it might not be on their timing, Lord, I thank you that you just help them to wait and to just wait for that person that you have for them and just help them to know that it's okay to be single and it's okay to be happy and single at the same time, Lord. I thank you and just give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Dee. Looking forward to tomorrow here. Yes. We're going to get to a little praise and worship discussion after a bit here too. But if you want to contact Dee, you can do so at myoasischurch.com. And you can reach our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.